Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-advocacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health as well as education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures. For us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth, focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time you post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today, the topic of discussion is mental health. And on the topic of mental health, I wanted to talk today about stress management. And I think that is a conversation that we have here and there and everywhere. But I think that it's never going to be a topic that we over-talk about. I think stress is such a prevalent aspect of today's culture and today's society that it helps to talk about stress and the ways that we manage stress and provide different tips and tricks as is required so that if it is the case that your stress management strategy is no longer working for you, you can pull from different people who are out there providing the tips and tricks that work for them. And so for me, I am very, very conscientious of energy, of my energy, of how much of my energy I'm spending, which means I'm very, very conscientious and very mindful and aware of how I manage my stress. And when I think about stress, there's so many different kinds of stress that you're needing to manage. A lot of us, we think about stress, we immediately think about like, what we're producing, we think about what it is that we need to do, but stress can also be mental stress, it can be emotional stress, it can be like the physical stress in your body. All of that ties into what I consider to be survival stress, like if I am in a survival mode by any means, 
however that translates, then that's going to carve away at the energy and at the time that I can make myself available cerebrally to do things that are more on the creative side. So I think that when we think about stress, I would like to compartmentalize stress as two types of stress. I feel that survival stress is one, and then you know producing stress is another, and producing stress requires creativity. And the amount of creative juice that I have is really dependent on the amount of stress I'm expending surviving. And so all the time I'm balancing between only really providing the energy that each task requires so I can do all of the things that I need to do in a day. But after a period of time, you start to run low in reserves. And so before this is burnout, this is just kind of the signal that your body sends you, like a little flag. Hey, like we're running low in reserves, which means like what I typically would do, even if it's routine, because of the amount of stress, like maybe steadily increasing in my survival stress mode, it means that I need to like do something different or take a time out in my cerebral stress. I need to take a time out or figure out a different pathway for how to produce and how to be creative because right now like my body is telling me that I'm just spending so much energy in the survival mode and while we always talk about oh it's not good to be in survival mode a lot of us are in survival mode for different reasons and for valid reasons for some of us so I don't know if that's necessarily the most helpful advice to just not be in survival mode I think it's more important to understand and be conscientious of the extent that you are in survival mode and to what extent that's infringing or impacting your ability to be creative and to produce things that are going to help you create value in whatever shape form that that looks like. So when it comes to survival stress, I am very mindful in the way that I manage that stress. And I'm also very mindful in the different ways that that translates. So survival stress for me can be mental stress. And that's me like trying to figure things out. So anytime you're trying to find your way back to stability, figuring that out is a survival stress and it takes a lot of energy. And it's one of those things that for me, it's a wavelength that is always running in the background. So even when I'm doing things or having a conversation with someone or creating something it's always in the back of my mind what well, these are the things that you need together I can have some of the ideas and these are some of the things that you're going to put into action today tomorrow the next day so on and so forth so mental stress is something when it comes to survival or dealing with instability is like this undercurrent that requires your attention and for me it pulls at my attention 24 7 so even when I'm sleeping I'm having dreams about the things that I need to do to create a certain degree of stability but I manage it because I entertain it and entertaining it is how I manage it because I find that if I try to ignore it if I try to push it down if I try to pretend that these are things that I don't need to be concerned with then it takes up more mental space than will provide because I still need to do the things that I have committed to on a day-to-day -day basis so I think that that's really important and integral to be mindful of the amount of mental stress your body needs you to pay attention to so that it gives you the opportunity to focus in other areas but like not being stressed about the things that involve stability I think is unrealistic but the minimal amount of stress that you can expend in a day focusing on stability will also enable you to like do the things that you need to do in that day that aren't comprised of like a survival mechanism but again if you're thinking about survival if you're dealing with that mental Perhaps you're also going to have emotional stress, right? For me, when it comes to emotional stress, I'm much better at regulating emotional stress and I can like piecemeal the way that I manage and deal with emotional stress on a day-by-day -day basis, but I have to deal with it, right? So if there are moments or if there are days where I'm like, oh, I cannot be cerebral today, it's because I need to support myself emotionally. And sometimes me taking one day to laugh, to feel at ease, to meditate, to bring myself down to earth will give me three, four days of creativity. But it means that like I have to recognize no matter how dire, how extreme, or how time sensitive certain things are, my body is asking me to deal with emotional stress.
class, I have to put everything down and deal with the emotional stress, and if that changes the choices that I have with the alternatives and the trajectory that I have as a result of it, I have to be okay with it because I have to prioritize myself over my goals, because the best way for me to achieve my goals is to make sure I'm taking care of myself to the process of achieving it, and that's how we value the process and not just the destination, by valuing ourselves and the states that we kind of cycle through as we push towards specific objectives. And so with me, emotional stress is something that is a heavy load because I have very deep, very powerful, very, very, you know, running emotions. So if I need to take a couple of days to laugh and unwind, because I'm generally a high-strung person, but I'm telling you, if I'm dealing with mental stress, then that high-strung, steady state that I'm used to, it increases exponentially. So imagine being high-strung and then recognizing how high-strung you actually are in a specific moment over and above what you're used to being, and then trying to bring yourself back down to earth. And for me, being bringing myself back down to earth is bringing myself down to earth from where I am typically high-strung. So it's actually quite a, oh, quite a bit of work. And I love to do that with meditation and with working out. And if I can't work out the environment isn't conducive to working out, then I need to find different ways to like expend that energy physically because it allows me to expend emotional energy. And a lot of people don't know that they're intertwined. They're dealing with frustration and with anger, with feeling discouragement. Moving your body is gonna be so helpful to you. And sometimes what you might feel inclined to do is be lethargic, not move at all. But expending physical energy also expends mental and emotional energy that doesn't serve you. So rather than like ruminate in that stress that is like really hurting your body, giving you toxins, building things that you don't want in your in your system, better to expend it for movement. And so for me, like if I recognize that I'm overwhelmed emotionally or mentally, I'll like pop a squat, do a couple of movements here and there because it gives me ease, right? It gets rid of the excess energy that is not helping me, that is not serving me. And then allows me to continue with the stress management. So when I think about creativity, about producing, I can be very nimble, very flexible, very agile. If there's a day that I need to take off for you know managing my emotional load, then I'm very good at bouncing back and like reconfiguring the things that I need to do to stay productive to focus on stability, to focus on you know goals and objectives and like play with that schedule, shift it around, manage that schedule fairly rapidly. But the priority is always like making sure that I'm on top of my mental and emotional stress, especially if you're dealing with survival stress for an extended period of time. To deal with it for an extended period of time and not burn out, and I haven't burnt out luckily in the last three years where I've been dealing with stalking and a lot of really high stress situations because endurance requires you know when to take it right now. So I can deal with stress over extended periods of time. I've learned about myself in the last three years, but it's because I take timeouts. It's because rather than sit to overwhelm for 24 hours a day, I will say, well, you know what? I need a break from this. It's time to laugh, or it's time to do a workout, or it's time to meditate, or it's time you know, to X, Y, Z, which gives me the opportunity to keep my attention away from the stress and feed my body and like restore. Do a restorative activity that makes me feel good so that I have more energy to keep the keep the train moving, essentially. So when you think about emotional stress, about time management, about stress management, I really want us to think about it in twofold. Again, managing survival stress and setting up the best way to manage your survival stress for you and then carving out time for creative stress, for stress that involves, you know, producing and accomplishing goals and meeting timelines and deadlines and objectives, recognize the priority between the two to avoid burnout and to make sure that your stress management strategy is sustainable over the long term, always making sure that you're finding the best ways to manage your survival stress, which allows you the opportunity to really hit the ground running and ebbs and flows with your creativity stress. So that was 
the topic for today, I think it's probably going to be many opinions around it, but for me, like, I am a creative, I consider myself highly creative, but I can only be creative in certain states, right? And so I know that if I'm very stressed out, if I'm feeling anxious, or I'm feeling agitated, it's going to impact the quality of creativity that comes out of me. So I have to take these moments in love, I have to take moments in rest, I have to take moments and recharge and restore so that the things that come out of me creatively are of value to you and are of value to me. The things that I want to produce and I want to spend my time thinking and dwelling on. So emotional energy, mental energy, manage those well so that we have the creativity to think cerebrally about the things that we want to put out in the order that are of value to our community. And again, today, that was it, but definitely not all. I hope that was good thought for you. Leave a comment down below on your stress management strategy and if whether or not you compartmentalize or demarcate between survival stress and cerebral stress. Now, before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now, these events are paid events, so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops, largely focused on self-mastery over and above those events. So definitely check it out. Be part of our Game Changer community. Be part of the community that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the road to 1K, so we do invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.